Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yo, what up? Welcome to Tevez of the Best. Today is Friday, May 13, 2022. My name is JC Tevez. Welcome to the podcast about my life and nothing else but stick around. You might learn something new. Hey, guys and girls. Long time no talk. I think I didn't record last week because I was in Pampanga attending to the family matters. So I, I discussed it on Hala Hala Show. My Lola passed away at the ripe old age of 88, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, she passed away two Saturdays ago. So was that April 30? Is there an April 30? Anyway, the last day of April, I think, was a Saturday. But yeah, rest in peace to my Lola. Uh, we had the... Libing or the the burol and the libing, which I always get confused because burol sounds like burial, but burol is the wake. Um, and I ate so much food. Fuck! I ate so much. I don't know if it was because of grief or stress or simply because there was food available. That's usually what it is for me. If there's food in front of me, I'll eat it, especially if it's good. And oh my gosh, the catering that we got for... My Lola's uh, wake was fucking fantastic. I don't know the name of the caterer. If ever I find out, if you're in Pampanga and you need a caterer, message me directly and tell me, hey, you know, what food did you serve for the people <laughs> attending your uh, <laughs> your Lola's wake? So, yeah, did that. Um, went to the casino, you know, with my mom. It was Mother's Day. She, for some, at whatever fucking reason, my mom always wins at the casino. She always plays blackjack but she plays this game called pontoon which i think is a variation of blackjack but i think it has higher odds anyway she won that she's won every time we've gone it's crazy i won as well by the way 10k bam bam boom boom um playing craps uh of course election day we're gonna talk about it on halala show uh we didn't record this week either after the election result, I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe we needed a breather. <laughs> Maybe we were in shock. You already know who I was voting for, right? You knew I was for Lenny. Um, but I mean, the, you know, I voted and it was, it went rather smoothly ish. It just took a while. There's one complaint where someone like ballot apparently didn't, uh, re- register right in the receipt and rightfully so, you know, you can, compl- you should complain. <laughs> when that happens but what really strikes me is odd because it's my first time to vote in this country god damn it's so uh, inefficient huh and i mean take away not even just the you know take away all the machine the vcms i didn't even know that's what they're called but vote counting machine if you take away all the errors the the malfunctions what was it like 1200 malfunctions which is crazy right crazy like, how often are elections? Six years? I know there's like a three-year thing, too, for I don't know what. But you know what I mean? Like, you're telling me you have three years plus maybe an extra three years if it's for presidential shit to fix it and you can't? That's crazy to me. On the most important day of whatever year, 
Now, people, of course, are are crying foul, especially from people on the Lenny Robedo's camp. And there is even this whole, uh, maybe we'll talk about it on Halo Halo, about like the 47% ratio or whatever. I mean, what I just feel, maybe was, was I in some sort of crazy echo chamber where I really believe that there were more than, how many votes did she apparently garner? 14 million? Um... I don't know, man. Like, because I was, I'm, I'm pretty, I like to temper my expectations when it comes to social media because most of the people I follow have the same ideals as me. I have a few people who support, uh, Bong Bong Marcos and I haven't unfriended them because I don't really give a fuck. But also, I feel like I could unfriend them because they are kind of, uh, what, what do you call it? What do you call it when you, they, they're gloating. I hate that shit. <laughs> They are gloating because their president won and that Lenny lost. That's what I hate. When they gloat that the their opponent lost. But at the same time, what what difference is it from our from my side, right? I'm talking I'll talk about me pers- personally, so I don't throw anyone under the bus like anyone. I'm sp- I'm speaking about me as a Lenny supporter, not as Lenny supporter in general. I wouldn't do it, but I know a lot of Lenny supporters who would also throw Bong Bong Marcos under the bus if Lenny were to win. But <laughs> they would probably back it up with facts. That's the thing. That's that's I guess that's for me the the biggest difference. But I wouldn't, you know, I don't want to pour, pour salt in the wound. Because for me, Lenny Robredo was a Lenny Robredo. It was a chance for something new. A chance for um you know, just what I would deem a Hopefully, I mean, we we'll never know now, but it it seemed like it would be a the least controversial and um Antagdita? least corruption uh, that we would have probably seen in at the t- highest position in government. Now, I'm not saying BBM is is going to be super super corrupt. But just based on the track record, it just still, you know, in the books, unless they decide to erase it, or they could, are they, am I going to get red tagged for that? That's what, <laughs> by saying that. I'm just saying, look at the history books, friends. It's in there. Uh, we're talking about, uh, senior. We're talking about senior. But it's not like junior is, is, uh, clean, clean as, clean as, uh, clean as day either. But I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to, whatever, whatever, man. You know, it for me. I always say, if if he can lead the nation to prosperity, if somehow we, you know, we we uproot ourselves from from a third world country to one of the superpowers in not just Asia, maybe like the world. I mean, it's possible. I don't know. I don't know anything about international relations or 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 our money, like our budget situation. Um, but. You know, I I think we could become a great great nation. So if he does that, man, I'll be the first to congratulate him. I'll be the first co- to congratulate him. Uh, in terms of uh, VP, you know, I, I wasn't surprised that uh, Sarah Duterte won because you know the the name itself Duterte, right, just carries a lot of power. I honestly don't think uh, Bong Bong would have had as many votes as he did, assuming all these votes are you know are are accurate. Uh, if he didn't have um, Sarah Duterte on his side. 
and we'll have to wait and see it too, right? Uh, I, I I read somewhere that she has been appointed like the part like head of education or something. I'm not really sure the title. Uh, will there be will will she continue to push the mandatory military service, or or, or is it just ROTC? Anyway, she wants to do mandatory whatever. And we talked about that in Hala Hala as well. It's not, I don't think it's the worst thing, but it's also, I, I also don't, I'm not really super a fan of it either. But I mean, you know, Korea does it, South Korea, but they're in a different state as well. I mean, in terms of their, their nation building. Um, what else did I want to talk about? Because I don't really want to delve too much into it. I'll probably repeat the same shit on Hala Hala show because my thoughts remain consistent. Was I hurt? Yeah, man. I, I, I felt really sad. I was really sad because from the on-the-ground efforts that I saw, um, you know, because I, I, I said earlier, you know, I, I was kind of ta- tapering my expectations when it came to my social media. But what I saw on the street, you know, not just at, rally, not just at the rally that I attended, the Pasig rally, but just seeing the boots-on-the-ground shit happening, which I didn't see in 2016. Um, and maybe because I was new here, maybe I wasn't that in tune. But I think anyone who listens to me who was a fan, uh, or not a fan, who was supporting Lenny, can you tell me honestly that you saw the same sort of movement in people in 2016 for whoever you're a candidate, any candidate, any candidate? Like, did you see that? I, I don't remember. I, I don't remember. Like, who ran in 2016 uh, for president? Duterte? Uh, I, I don't remember <laughs> anymore. But I, I didn't hear anything. This is the first time that I saw it in the streets. I saw pink everywhere I went. Which makes me think, is the, it, it, are the places that we go considered an echo chamber as well? In a sense, maybe because of our social status or our uh, dita. what do you call that when you have your your social standing? Is that what it is? Because it, you know, you can go to anyone. Anyone can go to a mall, but there are differences in in like malls, right? Like Podium and Shangri La versus uh, Robinson's Galleria and Mega Mall. Even though you, anyone can go in there, the people that shop there are a little bit a little bit different in terms of who consistently goes there. Does that make sense, or am I am I being judgmental of people? What I mean to say is, I I usually go to Mega Mall and Podium because they're near my house. But I can also, but I also shop there. Now, obviously, I can't afford like the high end shit at Podium. <laughs> but is it is it? Is that the reason why I was seeing a lot of pink, kakam pink people? Like, where do I go? BGC, right? BGC. Um, I haven't gone to Makati in a while, so I don't really know how pink it was. But it makes me it makes me wonder. Like, are the places you go as well? Is that why I was seeing more than I thought was actually out there? And I, you know, someone I I, I have a friend. <clears throat> who tweeted something that really put into perspective for me uh, in terms of maybe like the numbers that are out there. Like I know we, I know a lot of us on the Lenny Robredo campaign or the Lenny Robredo side feel cheated 
because of the, the the huge disparity in numbers. And we saw at the at the rallies, you know, one million people almost attended the what do you call avance de whatever. But my friend tweeted, and it really it really opened my eyes uh, to a different perspective, which I never really considered. <clears throat> why, why were Bongbong Marcos's rallies maybe not as big? But although they were huge, huh? I saw some videos and pictures that were not edited. I'm pretty sure they looked like you know. And I actually follow someone on Instagram who's like a campaign manager for the <laughs> Bongbong Marcos like rallies and shit. Um, I just find it. Uh, crazy, like how, how crazy big some of these rallies were, but we, I didn't even hear of it as well, maybe because of the social media echo chamber. But the perspective that was shared to me on Twitter was a lot of Bombo Marcos's supporters are like the really, they cannot take a day off. They have to work. Like they cannot take a day off to go to rallies. Whereas, and I think this is one of the gripes or one of the main counterpoints of BBM supporters against Lenny Robredo supporters is that we're more upper class, higher class, class A, B, uh, social status higher. I don't know what the what to use properly, but and it kind of makes sense, right? Like we have the privilege. I had the privilege of well, first of all, I have the privilege of not even having to work right now. I mean, I do my my side gigs and whatever, but I don't worry about money. Uh, I mean, not too much. I always worry about money, but I don't have to worry about when my next meal will come. And a lot of the class D and E, I don't even know what class E is because I see that in the survey shit, right? What is class E? How much money are you making to be in class E like or not making to be considered class E? So they really are not able to, you know, travel to go to rallies and then if the accusations of people getting paid to go to these rallies you know 500 pesos or whatever if they have if they're you know you know we we can't prove it but if they are true i can see why i can see why they would take it so at the end of the day uh it makes you think and i'm not going to really talk about this on highlight show because I, I'll, I'll try to be more, uh, <laughs> this is just coming from me. To win in this country, you have to fight dirty. That's how I see it now. Because you can run the cleanest campaign. Because I think Lenny's campaign was so clean through and through. It was money was given by supporters. There wasn't much controversy in terms of anything happening at rallies or anything that she said in the media. But I find it crazy that you can win an election here based off of your name, based off of social media, like, clout, uh, based off of not attending any debates and not really having some sort of platform and avoiding media, uh, not 100% avoiding media, but Avoiding interviews almost except for ones that cater cater to your agenda, which it, it makes sense for in terms of if that's what it takes to win and he did it. I mean, you got to give him props <laughs> like attending a debate would probably have get, get been a net negative for his campaign 
doing interviews and talking about platforms probably would have been a negative net for his campaign. Uh, and really just the social media thing is is the the biggest part. They call that, right? The social media disinformation or revisionism. I, I have a... And the thing that I find... Because they've had six years to do it, maybe more, right? If you if you count his time uh, as senator, whenever that was, it starts from like a seed with the young people. That's how I think it happens. Because okay, here's a little personal anecdote. I'm not going to show you. I have a video. Someone recorded. I'm not going to tell you who because I don't want them to. You know, I, I don't want them to get targeted just in case. But I have someone who recorded a video of these kids uh, in Pampanga. This was before the election. And they, they asked the kids, um, boboto mo? who are you voting for? And three of them said Lenny. And then one of them said uh, Bong Bong or BBM. I forgot. Bong Bong or BBM? Basta. He said BBM. And they asked why. And they said, and I kid you not, I could play the audio for you here, but it's kind of, I don't want to have to find it and do it. But it, I have the video. Kasi nakita ko si Lenny sa TikTok. May sungay. Translation. I saw Lenny on TikTok with the horns. Like the devil's horns. That's the kind of shit that sticks with you until you're older. These are kids that are maybe no older than 11. I don't know how old they are. I'm really bad at judging kids' ages. But they're not teenagers yet, for sure. But they can, they have, they can speak and have thoughts. <laughs> what is that? 10, 11. But imagine that as early as 10 or 11, or let's just say 12 for the sake of simplicity. If they had six years to do so, that means by the time they turn 18 and are ready to vote, it's been fully ingrained in their minds that in this case, this kid thinks, will think for the future. Lenny Robredo is the devil. Like, that is the kind of shit that is being seen. Like, I've never seen a Lenny video with her with devil horns on my TikTok because it's not targeted to me. But for sure, it's targeted to the class D&E, the people who are, uh, you know, unable to have access to uh, the internet, in a sense. Well, I guess TikTok is the internet. Uh, maybe that that invalidates my case, but... But I think you, get, you guys get what I'm talking about, right? There's the class D and E who are unable to afford education, uh, unable to afford, like, uh, unable to afford. I'm trying to find the words. Unable to afford uh, an avenue to find legitimate sources and to know the difference. And you know, if these videos are being produced by whoever the the the, the troll, the troll think tanks uh, are cre- constantly creating these for years and years. And they're targeting them towards the 10, 11, 12, 13-year-olds in six years. It's no wonder. No wonder they feel the way that they do. And can you really blame them? Because they don't know the, any better. They don't know any better. Like, I'm not mad at these kids Maybe like these young kids who didn't really attend a school that, you know, a good school or, or you know, they, they've been working since they were 13, 14. And then they see these videos saying unity and, 
you know, we will, you know, angat tayo lahat. And then they see Lenny Lugao and all these rich people uh, being mata pobre, you know, eating at Wildflower. Tignan mo kami, Wildflower. Like, there are videos, I'm sure, out there that have painted people who eat at Wildflower as as reasons why you shouldn't vote. It's true. I'm sure there is. I want to go on a deep dive down like the that that side that other side of social media. I just don't know. I need to make a new TikTok and I need to start posting like Jam Magno <laughs> videos or retweeting her so maybe I can see that side. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm sorry I've been rambling for like 20 minutes. I I don't think I even had a coherent thought at all. My mind's kind of just been a blur. I'm running on fumes in a sense. I, I stayed up all night playing fucking video games and I had a a little bit of a stressful day yesterday because fucking cryptocurrency crashed like a mother. So we just hold. We hold until the end of time. So I'm just running on like four hours of sleep. Anything else I want to talk about, man? Um, I took some screenshots of some shit. Maybe I can pull that up. Mm-mm-mm. Let's see. Oh yeah, the uh the NBA playoffs are happening. So the the Mavericks tied the series 3-3. It's the first series in the whole NBA playoffs of this year to go to game 7. Who am I rooting for? I fucking hate Chris Paul. So I'm definitely rooting for Dallas. Uh Luka for me, I, I can see why people hate Luka for the same reason I hate Chris Paul. Like I hate Chris Paul because he has an annoying face. Luka Doncic has an annoying face and he has an annoying like uh reaction he has annoying reactions on the court. I can see why people would would dislike him. But man, he's so fucking good too. Chris Paul is old already, but he's re- I mean I, I always give him props anyway. Like I always say he's fucking good. Point god as they call him. So I'm going for Dallas in that one. Uh the Sixers just lost to the Heat earlier today. Uh, James Harden, I don't know, that man fell off a cliff, and then at the bottom of the cliff is a strip club, right? You'll get the joke if you're, if you follow <laughs> off the court news in the NBA. <laughs> uh, but for the, uh, for the un, 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 unaware, James Harden, uh, former MVP, he's known as, the, he's, the, he's got the crazy beard, he's known as the beard. Um, he is known for, He's a no, he's a renowned strip club lover. He loves strip clubs. Uh, hence the joke. Um, and I was watching some of the post game interviews. So you can feel free to end the podcast now if you don't know, if you don't want any, if you don't care about the NBA. <laughs> but, uh, Joel Embiid needs to take a course in PR in, in terms of not throwing your teammates under the bus. I mean, he speaks kind of the truth. Like, for example, he said towards uh, regarding James Harden, because James Harden was an MVP in Houston. He said, I guess, not. don't quote me exactly verbatim, but it's like this. He said, James Harden isn't, people expected James Harden to be the James Harden of Houston. He's not that guy. He's not like that anymore. Like, obviously, he's not as good as he was in Houston, but that's still saying, like, James Harden wasn't, who we hoped he would be, in a sense, right? Oh my God, he, he was literally throwing everyone under the bus. He was saying, "We don't have anyone. We don't have any tough players. We don't have any tough players." 
I don't know. I mean, it is kind of true, but there's something about press conference. Uh, there's the there's a there's a right answer, and then there's the there's the real answer or the the honest answer. Sometimes the honest answer isn't the right answer when it comes to answering questions about things that you know people can be sensitive about. That's the reason the whole Ben Simmons thing blew up because last year. Doc Rivers, the coach of the 76ers, when asked about Ben Simmons, said, like, can you win with Ben Simmons? And he said, I don't know. As a coach, as the head coach of your team who just lost, you don't say, I don't know if we can win with our players. You always, always say, yes, we can. It just didn't go our way. I feel like I'd be an awesome answerer. Answerer? Of, of press questions, even not just in sports. Like I've been training for this my whole life in my, in my daydreams. You know, whenever I accept my Oscar award, I, I've, I've accepted Oscar awards in my daydream. Right. Uh, but if, if a critic said, like, let's say I became a famous actor and a critic said, and I did a movie that bombed and a critic said, uh, what do you think the reason the, the, the film bombed is? You don't say, the director just didn't have his vision. I, the director and I, we didn't have the same vision. Or my my castmates, my my co-actors, just didn't pull their weight. You don't say that shit. What do you say? Even though even though maybe your co-actors were garbage, maybe the director was trash. But what do you say? You say you worked really hard on the film, and unfortunately, people didn't respond to it the way that all of you had hoped. But you really put a lot of time and effort into it, and you're really proud of what the team accomplished. That's a pretty good PR result. I mean, you're not throwing anyone under the bus. You're being civil, even though it's probably not true. That is PR 101 for you, friends. Uh, anything else? Who else is? Who else is? Uh, what else is happening in the playoffs? Um, the Grizzlies are still fighting against the Warriors, even though they lost John Morant. So they actually beat the Warriors uh, last game without John Morant, who's their all-star player. So it's 3-2 to two in favor of Golden State. I still think Golden State's going to win that. And then who's the other team? Oh, Boston and Milwaukee is a great series. I hope it doesn't go to Game 7 because I don't really like Boston. But if it goes to Game 7, I, I wouldn't be surprised because it's been a very good series. The Milwaukee Bucks and the Boston Celtics, and Milwaukee stole that game from them. I watched the highlights. They 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 got away with that game. There's they shouldn't have won that game. Giannis Antetokounmpo hit a crazy three. Drew Holiday was a, a fucking defensive savant in the last three minutes, and he hit a big three too. Man, they should not have won that game. Is that it? Are those the rest of the teams? Am I missing? Did I not talk about another team? I think that's it, right? There's only one, two. Yeah, I think I think that's it. So that's what's going on in the NBA. Uh, on a personal note, I'm I'm probably gonna start going back to the gym now because I'm trying to save money, and I know that sounds a little bit counterproductive that I'm gonna be spending money on a gym membership, but if I sp- <laughs> If I spend money on the gym membership and I don't do anything else, I'm going to spend most of my time in the gym that I think I'm going to save money in the long run. Plus, when I get sexy, I'm going to get a lot more endorsements. That's how I see it. It's an investment in yourself. 
So I'll update you all on my gym progress uh, moving forward. That's the podcast for today. I'm sorry that it was a it was really like the two things that people don't like me talking about <laughs> politics and basketball. <laughs> but that's really that's all that's all that's on my mind, man, lately. So if uh, if you're camp one, congratulations, uh, please do not gloat or do not step on those that you beat. I think that's the the best way to do it. And if you lost, if your candidate lost, uh, I feel you. I really do. And sayang lang eh. It feels like a wasted opportunity for a change, a, a shift in the direction of the country. But as I said, if uh, Bongbong Marcos can really bring our country to the next level, you know, you won't hear any complaints from me anymore. <laughs> That's it. And please message me on Tevez of the Best on Instagram if you want to message me about the podcast. If you want to red tag me, please don't. Um, and that's it. Uh, catch you all. Say it with me. Later. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 